Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oscar Bebis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Velas. I've got the Peacock boys on a conveyor belt now. Just rolling through in front of my camera. Um, Denz, it hasn't been too long, uh, but how's your last... Well, there's no point me asking how are you. Have you, have you been the last 12 hours? Been good, man. I'm on a high for Ellis, especially, obviously, Chris Box as well. But Ellis' fight was, you know, a title fight, so I'm excited for both of them. I'm on a high for Ellis because he won his first belt. My voice is... I was going to say, it's, it was deteriorating as the night went yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's fucked. <laughs> now it's fucked. I woke up this morning and I thought, yeah, I meant to be doing commentary today, but yeah, I'm going to have to try my best. It was a good night at um, York Hall last night. I know we kind of done a quick one talking about the fight. Um, but I've watched that knockout so many times. Mate, that's got to be down for one of the shots of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me and him are competing. I'm not letting them have that just because of my knockout. But yeah, yeah, no, definitely. That's 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 contender for knockout of the year. That was a that was a peak shot. Yeah. Obviously, you've seen Ellis behind closed doors for longer than all of us. I know that was kind of his burst on the scene moment. If you're in boxing, you know about him. But that was like his burst on the scene. BT Sport, top of the bill, big knockout. Um, but how good is Ellis? You've seen him behind closed doors, like I said. How good and how far can he go? Ellis is very good. I think he's... Sorry, pardon me. I think he's better than even what he showed. Even, even though he did box well last night. At times, he just kind of held back a bit too much. I think he was worried about his distance because of the height of his area and that. He fell short of his jab a couple of times, so I can see... He's the guy that don't like to weigh shots, neither. Ellis, he's the guy that don't like to weigh shots, so sometimes that can play against you when you've got someone that's... Hard to, hard to gauge the distance against and it can just look like you're not working you're not doing nothing you can let around slip like that because you're looking for the perfect shot but Ellis is one of those guys once he gets his distance in his range and he, stick, and, and he steps on it and he steps on you he's powerful and he's explosive and he can take anyone out yeah. Do you think he is the best that he's weight in Britain? If, we take, if we're talking domestically I'm going to say because um, it is a very hot division do you think at the moment he could be in and amongst the best domestically in his division? I mean, you know what, he's got the potential to be. I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to sit here and gas it and say, yeah, he is, that's my guy, Ellis is my guy, like, love him to bits. But he's still got to do a bit more to prove that. You've got guys at the domestic level, well, obviously the world level scene, I know you're talking about, but you've got guys at this level that are like, you know, like Isaac Chamberlain is, you know, at the domestic level when you could actually say he's, he's, he's a bit further up than that. But because of the fights he's had and the fights he's fallen short from, he's boxing at, you know, this level because he didn't really go through this level. But he's only lost to 
two guys in the Coley and Chris Billum who are fighting each other for a world title. And obviously you got you got Lawal and Chef Clark and Jamie uh, Jameson and without Riley that's coming through and all these other guys. And I think Ellis has the potential to be to, to reign on top of those guys there. It's kind of the building process towards perhaps being the main man in his domestic level that we'll see next. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So he's he, he's put himself in the market now with that performance yesterday. He's put himself in the shop window. So now guys around his way are going to be looking at that. Even uh, Jordan Thompson and that. All of them guys there, Jordan Thompson, Chef Clark, Jameson, Makalawa, all them guys. He had, um, as, um, Ellis has the potential to, to, to you know, put himself out there and reign on top of those guys there. But guys like Akoli, um, Riyakpour, Chris Billum and Isaac, I put them in a different section to that. Yeah, yeah. It's a great division, a great time for your cruiser, mate. Probably what I would say, probably the best at the moment domestically. Um, right, let's talk about yourself. Obviously, coming off a sensational win against um, Kieran Smith, did you kind of look back on that and kind of just think, yeah, I'm I'm a bit above this now? I thought I thought I was above this anyway, but I just had to prove it. So that was the that was the main. I mean, no pressure, but that was that was the main pressure. If that makes sense. He was never coming back to go and jump into a six or eight rounder. He was only coming back for something that at least meant something to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll never do a six or eight rounder again in my life, unless it's the exhibition when I'm forty. <laughs> but no, I don't want to go back to, to them sort of fights. I think I trained too hard to be competing in six or eight rounders. You know what I mean? So I was only ever going to come back to. So I mean, if, when I lost the cash, I came back against Sam Evans. I was I, I, I can't remember his record, but you only had one loss. And. Obviously, I got it on a, on a late call or whatever. So, and it was a 10-rounder. So, something that's going to get me straight back into title contention because after that, I fought Linus. This one here, I came back defending my belt against Kieran Smith. It was, you know, um, he was a top amateur. You know, um, only lost once, you know, to a, to a top fighter in um, Troy Williamson. He moved up all weight or whatever, whatever. But, um, yeah, I only want meaningful fights, man. I've, I've trained too hard and I've got too much to try and prove to be fighting six, eight rounders and trying to get confidence booster fights and all these things. I'm all right. I don't need that stuff. So what's next for you then? Obviously, there's so many possibilities. Um, I know there's kind of a lot of talk of building towards the in-house domestic fight with Hamza Shiraz, um, but you're kind of in a situation now where you've got so many different opportunities on a plate. Is it about sitting and waiting for the right thing or are you kind of just eager to at least get yourself back in the ring? Because I know, we spoke about this before, you don't like sitting there. You want to be training and you want to be working towards something. Yeah, I mean, I'm already back in the gym, do you know what I mean? So, I'm all pushing my team to try to get me here in the summer, but I don't know if, how likely that looks. But I'm in the gym and I'm just, that's that's you know the level I'm trying to be at, and that's I'm always just trying to compete. I don't like I don't like being in the gym without a date. I'm gonna be in the gym anyway, so why not have a date? Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, all these guys domestically that you're talking about. I mean, listen, I'm ready to push on or fight now. I don't really mind certain guys, you know, that say they want to fight me and stuff, and nothing's materialised. You, you might miss your chance because I'm not hanging about for no one. I'm moving on. My goal is. Is to be a world, a, world a world champion. Whatever anyone wants to do in the house and start building things, but that's that's down to you. That's I've got my own plans. I'm, if you if you come across me as I'm trying to move on to this world level stuff, let's go. But if you want to try and wait out, you're gonna miss your chance, and I'm going for a world title. That's what I'm saying. What about a fight or a potential fight with Liam Williams? Oh, he's acts like no one calls him out. When he was British champion, I was calling him out in every other interview I could. So I don't know why he's acting like he's some avoided fighter. He's not an avoided fighter. He just needs to get in contact with his team to get in contact with the team of whoever he wants to fight and stop all this internet stuff. I think the internet stuff is weird, if I'm being honest with you. I, I think it's weird. You're on the internet like you don't have a team. Because even if you were going to make a fight, you can't make a fight on the internet. I can't agree to terms and conditions on, on the internet. It don't make no sense. So you got, at the end of you got to get your team to contact, you know, the team of the person you want to fight. So if you want to fight me, then get your team. I'm sure he's got a team. Get him to contact my team and we'll see what we can do.
Does it always seem to be, well, I mean, it is always the way it works, is when someone's got a title, people are calling them out, they're kind of giving them a little backhand and saying, no, 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 not yet, not yet. And when you're the man who needs something, then you're kind of becoming the man who's going, no one's given me the opportunity. It just kind of seems to be how it works in boxing. Exactly. It's like, you know, everyone wants that, like, they're the man and whatever, whatever. But listen, everyone deserves a shot, an opportunity. I mean, like, if I'm at a certain level and someone wants a shot, I'm not going to hold it. I'm not going to hold it hostage. I'm going to give you a shot if you deserve it. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, at that time, no one else wanted to fight him or no one else was asking for a shot. And I was. And it's kind of like, who's this guy? I don't know him. Now, and tables always turn. Tables always turn. You just got to remember, you know, who you are. So now that, I've, now that I've, I'm, I'm, I'm where I am, I'm the British champion and I hold the title. You want to start acting like everyone's avoiding you. You ain't done anything to, to even, even warrant a shot at anything. You lost to Eubank, you came back and had a one win, but you ain't done nothing to get yourself back in position. When I lost, I was doing everything I could to get myself back in position. You know what I'm saying? You're just hanging about, complaining on the internet about no one wants to fight. Bro, take some fights, get yourself back in position, and then no one can deny you. The ball will make you mandatory, but you're inactive. But I don't want to ramble on about that guy anyway, man. We're talking about energy and kind of how, if you're the man who's kind of got something somebody wants, you should accept the challenges, the energy. You see the video of Dan. I don't know if he was next to Dan at the point of Dan and Willie Hutchison last night. Yeah, oh, I love that. Love that. Yeah. Just looking at him going, if you want a shot, have it. Right. Yeah, because Dan's a proper man. Yeah. The proper fighter. And he's the champion and he understands people want to be champions. And if, if you want a shot and you deserve a shot and you're good enough and it makes sense, come come and take a shot. Are you going to hold, hold the belt hostage for and, 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 and not defend it against anyone or try and act like you're too good for anyone? If you're too good to fight these people for these belts, that that warrant it or warrant a shot then vacate and move on to a level that you think you're at do you know what I'm saying so that's, that's just all it is you just said look I love listen you're more than welcome get in contact and let's do it that's, that, he's a real man my takeaway from last night is that Dan and Den's TV is happening and it's happening on IFL TV <laughs> a mini series set, set it up set it up set up the little mini series Dan and Den's TV we're taking over I'm telling you <laughs> Um, obviously, Janabek's fighting tonight. I know by the time I put this out, he would have fought, so I'm not going to ask you for a prediction in that fight. Um, but do you look at kind of the world level now, and I suppose that fight tonight, are you going to be looking at that from the eye of, I'm studying this and I'm still looking, or do you kind of just let yourself at least watch these big fights as a fan? Because like, you'll be back in them, but do you kind of ever let yourself sit there in your division and watch them and go, just a fan tonight, just chill and watching, and watching the fight? You know what, about being disrespectful, the Janabek fight's not a big fight, so I ain't going to watch that. I'd watch it after. But yeah, in like, in terms of big fights, my division, I just watch it as a fan. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've done all of that where I'm like, just keeping an eye on everyone and seeing whatever. I, I kind of fairly know what everyone does in and around my weight, you know, my division. I kind of know what they do. But until we're in conversations or it's a potential, it's, you know, I could potentially fight you, that's when I might, might go a bit, I dig a bit deeper and see if, you know, anything's changed or what, what you actually do or anything I've missed. But for now, if, if there's, you know, no nothing in mind that or nothing materialising that oh, we could potentially fight I'd watch it as a fan and enjoy it well, I wrote about um, a couple of the fights for the weekend and I did say this about Janabek and I just want to know if kind of you, you think this I feel like after your fight with him the aura around Janabek has kind of maybe the cloak's gone a little bit because it was always that this is a guy who's invincible you're going against Janabek you're getting chinned, you're getting knocked out. Do you feel like you were kind of the man to perhaps remove that little cloak of invincibility? Yes, he's still unbeaten, and he did beat you and defend his world title, but we're not looking at a man now where people are going, you step in the ring with Janabek, you're a dead man. Yeah, but people like, boxing fans love this whole facade about like, oh, this guy's a beast, he's a monster. But we're all humans, and we all make mistakes, and we all underestimate people, and we all overestimate people. We all do things that are, that are human, like. 
I'm going to say, as good as the guy is, I said in every, everyone I spoke to, every interview, everyone that wanted to speak to me, I told them, I don't see what you guys see. You guys see a monster. You guys see a beast. I see a very skilled fighter, a very skilled boxer. I don't see this dangerous Golovkin-esque kind of guy or the next Golovkin. I don't see that. I didn't see that. Oh, I just see I saw a very clean boxer. But if you want to fight like you're a big puncher, go for it. It's not going to do you any justice. You're knocking out guys because of because of your skill and your, and, and your precision. And he's so clean and sharp with his shots. That's how he caught me in that top round. Because he just, just threw a sharp shot. Boom, I just walked straight into it. And I was like, wow, he's got me. All the, all the way through when he was trying to but when he was trying to throw big shots and thought he could knock me out. Oh, I'm, I'm a big man. He's not just going to knock me out because he threw a big shot. And I know I've been stopped before, but whatever, minute. But I, I, I just didn't see that. I'm not saying he don't hit hard, but I just didn't see that fear factor in him. If I could go there, if I could go back, I'd go back next. Like, I'd have my next fight at a world level kind of fight, whether it's Fringe level, someone that's boxed the world title and lost, or a lot of these light middleweights from America are moving up. I'd take one of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, the Jarrett Hurds and the J Rock Williams and all these guys. Uh, um, Lara, he's a champion at middleweight. Now, I, I take, all, I'll take one of them guys. Like, these are names I want. I want guys with names, man. I want, I want big fights. I just, I'm tired of these domestic fights that I'm getting chucked in, or these fights that are oh, ain't got no one. So you want to, you want to keep busy fight this guy. I want proper names. I want to be in proper fights, that like, big fights, like that. When I win, I gain something from. I want to be in the fight that I'm expected to win. Do you know what I mean? I mean the Kevin Smith fight. Obviously, I came back to defend my title, innit? That, that's that's what I have to do as a champion. It's a responsibility of mine. So it was like cool, and plus he's a, he was a good boxer and he's Scottish international and all these things and whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I can get off of this. This is a good fight. I'm defending my title. It's a 12 round championship fight. Like, let's just go and make a statement and show everyone I'm above this level. But now it's like the guys, people are calling me to fight. I find it a little bit disrespectful, if I'm being honest. Though. We will get there, and obviously, something we can't wait for. Um, just one more thing. I know, obviously, we lost Steve Heiser. Um, a man that you knew very well, a man that I had the pleasure of knowing fairly well. And I think from the response online from a lot of fighters, you can kind of see how one well thought of he was and two, how many fighters he nurtured and schooled. Um, just kind of a quick word on him. Yeah, no, Steve, I have a man, like I said, a, a great man. Um, I mean, when I tried to box, I went to a few amateur gyms and because I hadn't boxed before, I got turned away or I might call up and I had boxed before and it was like, oh, yeah, we don't have no space, we're full. I went over to the Fishers. And he took me with open arms. He looked at me like, you sure you want a box? All right, come in then. Kind of like, we'll test your heart, kind of thing. Got in there, talked to me. Man taught me how to box. If it wasn't for Steve, I wouldn't have been in the position I am now. Of course, we progressed. We meet new people like, like Ray and, and Martin and Tony. That's obviously helped me, brought me here. But it's all Steve. It started from, from Steve. Do you know what I mean? He's helped me, helped, me, helped me box. He's helped me change my life. So I owe nothing but you know respect and, and love to that man. So when he passed away... It, it messed up my day, I'll be honest with you. Like, I heard after training and it just threw me off my day. But then going to the show on the weekend, it helped me bring my mood up, seeing the boys do well and stuff. And this is what it's all about, you know what I'm saying? They gave him the 10 bells, which was an honour of him. And that, 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 was, that was nice to see, you know what I'm saying? So I spoke to his family and stuff. They're, they're doing you know, as well as they can. But yeah, man, Steve's a great man. I don't think anyone has, has a bad thing to say about him. And all the lives, the amount of lives he's changed, the amount of guys probably don't even know. Like, he, 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 he training with... He, brought up Ted Cheeseman from, from a kid, you know what I'm saying? So, and loads of other guys from the Fishers, if I just named names, we'd be here forever, but yeah, man, you, like you said, you've seen the reception online, there's nothing but, but love. Uh, Sam Mullins, top coach, he trained, he trained, um, Steve trained him, and then he worked with Steve for a bit as, as a trainer, so it just goes to show how much he's done within the boxing community and, and how he's changed so many people's lives. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.